Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Let's talk quickly first about the trials on the weekend. Garino, how much footy did you watch on the weekend? <laughs> I got four games in over the weekend. Holy shit. Which yeah. games? Uh, I caught two SG ball games and then I caught, uh, well, I caught half of the Dolphins game and uh, the second half of the Dolphins game and then the Broncos game as well. Mm. So it's just good to have some footy back. It, it was good. good. Timmy, do you get to watch any footy on the weekend? Bits and pieces, mate. I, mm. I'd love to say I, I watched two SG ball games on the weekend as well, but I'd just be lying to, to the people out there. So uh, <laughs> I did catch a little bit, though, just to get that first proper taste of it. And there was, there was a bit of talent on show as well, so yep. it was bloody exciting. Uh, I got to watch Dave Chappelle on Saturday night. <laughs> so good, bro. Who does he play for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's, he could be anything, that bloke. Seriously. <laughs> could be anything. Got a lot of talent. Uh, man, he was so good. But I ended up... Uh, so the next day on... Obviously, I went up to the Dolphins launch, which was great. Really cool to meet all the boys. Uh, on Sunday, I got to watch the Broncos match. Let's talk about Broncos versus Wyndham. Uh, you know, basically, the... Obviously, Broncos are expected to win because a lot of those players are full-time training, whereas Wyndham, obviously, they've got jobs. But I don't think... I think people need to... I guess, you know, they'd understand. But a lot of these players are Q-cut players, though. So it's not like they're sending out a bunch of first graders, um, even though you would expect Broncos to win because they train full-time. Anyway, watching the game, like, it's only one game. It's only Queensland Cup. But it still is against the Queensland Cup side. They're still... I don't know if they went okay last year, but Wyndham notoriously are quite a strong side in the Q Cup. For me personally, I thought Smoothie was outstanding, absolutely outstanding. And I think that he is going to put a lot of pressure on that nine position. And I think it's only fair that he gets a fair crack next week, at, at the very least a fair crack next week. That's how well I thought he played. Um, some other guys that stood out to me, uh, I thought the 13 is really interesting. I apologies if I, I don't have his name here. The 13... A lot of footwork, loved his energy, decent ball player. Um, it's going to be interesting to see size-wise. Like, I wonder how big he is. 13 from Brisbane? Yes, from Brisbane. 
Uh, his name is Shalom. Oh, sorry, if I Ofu. Ofu. Shalom Ofu. Yeah. It's O apostrophe O F O U. Um, so he he's an, he's one to watch. Like I think he's still a few years away, but I really did like his energy. I really liked his footwork um, and all that all of the, that good stuff. Uh, who else I'm trying to think of? Tristan Saylor had a couple of try assists, which was good. Um, Ethan Qua- Quaidwood, Quai Ward, Quai Ward. Yeah, I really like this young fella. I'm not sure where 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 he's guru. I think you know a little bit more about him. Yeah, he, he played. SG Ball with the Chooks a couple of years ago then I, I didn't see him for a couple of years and he popped up I watched him a little bit in reserve grade last year big body centre I think he is uh, first grade ready mate and the, the, the other centre I thought he went really well too Mariner. yeah Mariner absolutely I'll tell you the one that I really liked and I'll throw it to Tim in a minute because he's a Canberra boy Jack Ahern the 5'8 he was great bro how many teams in this competition are lacking halves depth yeah. and this bloke isn't in a system it's fucking wild and, and he What's interesting about him, he was almost playing like a seven, like yeah. in the sense that well, he was dictating where they would go and everything. I'm sure most of the time I've seen him play before, he has been playing seven. Well, know a lot about Jacko, yeah, because he came through the Raiders junior system all the way from, I think, uh, 18s through to, was very prolific through the 20s with the Raids. Uh, spent a lot of time playing New South Wales Cup for the Mounties, it would have been at the time. Um, uh, a lot of fullback mm. in, in his earlier days. He's obviously transitioned more in recent years, and I haven't seen a lot of him in the last couple of seasons since sort of he left the club, but obviously made that transition more to the halves. He'd spent time between sort of 5'8 and fullback, but a lot more of a fullback. So mm. the fact that him running around, you know, doing a lot of organising, it's a, a big transition positionally. So always just a rock-solid footballer, very reliable mm. Um it could never sort of quite crack it. I'm trying to line up the timelines, but I reckon he was probably stuck behind a couple there. But in the latter years, Chance Nickel Clockstad, I don't know when he exactly moved away, but Chance, a few other fullbacks earlier in the day. So even Jackie Whiten for a while there when he was at fullback. So, but yeah, he's solid as a rock, Jack. Mm. When you said this morning that he hasn't always been a halfback or a 5'8", I was shocked. Yeah. He looks like a natural. He, he looked really good, really good. I thought he was, um, he was really solid. Uh, so I thought really good signs for Broncos as well as um, high completion rate from a lot of the game. Uh, they looked they looked like they'd played together quite a bit, which, again, a lot of these players won't be playing together. They'll all go to their separate feeder clubs. Um, really, uh, really exciting times. Thoughts on the, the Tyson smoothie? Has this made things even harder for a club that's still... Like last year was hard enough. Now they've got... Tyson Smoothie, and I don't know, Timmy, or if anyone knows, I'm not sure what Moser, if he's injured, because I'm surprised Moser didn't get a run out this weekend. But Tyson Smoothie, he's made this even harder for the Broncos. I was about to ask you, do you think it's a, you know, a bad look that he was in this team in the first place? But he's played so well that I don't think he can be ignored well, he, now. I think he was captain. I think he captained. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good sign. Like that they're Because, like, Moser should absolutely be playing this if he's not injured. Well, I would have expected Moser to be the nine in this game. Yeah. Over Smoothie. How so. interesting will it be if he pops up as a in the game this weekend, which is every chance on the team list, in which case you don't want to jump at conclusions in trials for obvious reasons. Yeah, yes. We have no idea why. They might have said, mate, we want to go out into the captain them and get some experience leading the boys around the park. Mm. But if Moser does come out and gets named you know, at nine or 14 or whatever in the trial this week, mm. it'll just complicate it even more. Oh, for sure. And, and uh, so Smoothie, didn't Smoothie get in? Did he get injured or is that, am I thinking the wrong? He got injured and then last year we run the 2022 Player of the year for a kick yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. but got, the year before he was injured. I think the year before he was injured. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he came from because my uh, like I remember when I first saw him at Melbourne, I, I didn't think he was that crush crash hot to be honest with you. And mm. then 
watched him play Queensland Cup last year. He, he was like a new footballer. Yeah. Very impressive. And what's it's almost ironic is this same game last year, guess who came on the field at nine and played really well? Yeah. Billy Walters. Walters, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be – It's I'm really surprised that – and on, on top of all that, he played like 70 minutes, 60 minutes. Big minutes, yeah. Big minutes. Uh, so mm. I, I want to see how this unfolds, and I would love to know whether Moser is injured or not. Because even – like – even if Moser is like the best nine to ever come out of, you know, Q Cup or 20s or whatever, you still have to play him in this game usually as a, like, it's, it, it'd be crazy not to, any young kid that hasn't played first grade yet and is first year in a first grade side, you, you always play him in these games, the first game. Um, in saying that, maybe he's impressed so much that they're just like straight in, which is a possibility. Uh, but the good thing is, is that, what we've seen so far, at the very least, at a Q Cup standard, Tyson Smoothie is above that Q Cup standard. What we've seen so far, guys, we understand these are trials, so just put all that rhetoric away. We get it, but we only got the information that we've got. Uh, I've searched Twitter, I've searched Google. There's nothing on if, if Moses is injured, but like that wouldn't be all that surprising if they just haven't released it, so it's, it's mm. a bit of a mystery. Like, And it may not be like injured in the sense he cannot play rugby league. It may be he had an injury that they just don't want to bring him back too yeah. soon from. Um, like for if it was round one, he probably plays. Uh, so really, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. So yeah, Shalom, Shalom's interesting for me. I wonder how tall he is because, as I said, great footwork, loved his ball playing, loved his energy, um, and and he's obviously going to fill out. Could you please get his age up for us if you can, please? Um, but he he was impressive. I like I like what he brought. Looks like he came from the Dragons last year. Yeah, he did. Enough. He was yeah. born in 2000, so that would make him 22. He's not young. 23. So 23 years old. So he's, yeah. okay. Okay, interesting, interesting. Did so it might be one of those, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. You need to see him against first graders to see how they'll handle the contact, everything like that. Um, but Ethan, obviously Dean Mariner, everyone, we all know Dean Mariner in a sense of if you're a fucking rugby league diehard, you know Dean Mariner. He came in, played really well, made his debut last year for the Broncos. Yep. Super quick, center. Um, I thought he was really good yesterday, oh, when I watched yesterday. But I, Ethan, this other centre, Quaywood. So, have you got a bit of information on him? He was impressive, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I really liked him last year when he was playing Queensland Cup. And just at the end of the day, the Broncos, they've got so many centres and wingers. It's a very stacked side. So, he didn't get an opportunity last year. I think he was on the extended bench a couple of times last okay. season. Um, and once again, it's probably going to take an injury in this side for him to get in somewhere. But... Uh, yeah, as I said, he, he used to play for the Roosters in the SG ball. He's always just been a, a big, rangy sort of body. Mate, I love it. Yeah, I, I love him too. I, I, I thought he would have made his debut last year. And there's a couple of other guys they picked in front of him that I probably wouldn't have picked in front of him, but they did really well when they mm. came in, I thought. So, yeah, yeah Brisbane, they, they've, they've got some good depth in their outside backs. For sure. It's going to be – and this is going to – I'm not saying, like, Katoni Staggs has pressure on him, like, right now, rah, rah. I'm not saying that at all. But – if if Katoni Stags comes out and has another year where it's up and down, up and down, and, and we all understand he was injured, so you know it, it makes the question it makes the question much harder when you have guys like Dean Mariner, guys like Ethan. Then um, I think there's even some centres that didn't even play in this. Obviously, you've got Herbie on the other side, and it's not that you know Katoni Stags has this unique game breaking ability, but it's like okay, you're paying him X amount to play a certain amount of games and impact a certain amount of games, rah rah. So I'm not saying he's, he's under pressure, but what I am saying is, is when you're a club and you've got three or four really promising centres and you, you've got to make some tough calls, um, 
I, I think Stags needs to have a good this year, good year this year. Like if Stags is on like three hundred k, I think that it would be much kind of. But when you're only you reportedly five to six hundred k, it puts more pressure on. Unless you're impacting games, you you they have to ask a question. Yeah, and if something was to happen that Stags missed a few weeks, injured or whatever, and you gave one of these kids an opportunity, like that Kawhi Ward with his body and playing for his career. Mm. In the desperate stakes, like yeah. you wouldn't want to give him a shot if you're Tony. And so, were you saying that the Roosters initially were years ago? You, yeah, like a couple. Like uh, uh, Maddie, can you ever look at exactly how old Kawhi Ward is? Because he was he's played SG Ball a couple of years ago, mm. um, and then I didn't hear about him for a couple of seasons. And were the Roosters flying him down? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, if the Roosters are flying you down, you're bloody going all right. And this is what like a few years ago. So we're talking back to back Roosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, in their SG ball, but still, like the, the Roosters pick and choose yeah. the best of the best. For sure, yeah. for sure. Um, twenty-three, twenty-three. Yeah, so so that would have been five years ago. I was playing at the Chook, so yeah. Yeah, wow. Eighteens. It's um, it's like it's almost when you hear twenty-three, you go, "Why isn't a kid with this much talent already debuted?" But some people are just late bloomers in in, yep. in the sense of like maybe some stuff off field didn't go right for him for a couple of years. He needed to reset, come back again. We've seen it happen before. I mean, look, again, we talk about him all the time, Cody Walker. Was was this close to making his debut for the Storm? Did his hammy before the game? And then he <laughs> missed footy for three or four years. As in, missed, didn't make first grade for four, four years later. Just having a look at his profile now. He's actually born in uh, uh, Wagga, where we'll be doing our hey, show. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Hey? Yeah. Um, so really, really... Interesting times for the, the Broncos. Like, it does seem outside back wise, they are they, their depth is quite good. Their depth is quite good. Um, I thought Leota on the wing was good, had some good moments. Jack, James Johnson scored a really good try. Uh, but for me, man in the match was definitely Tyson Smoothie. Definitely mm. Tyson. Anyone? Tristan Saylor's the one there that you sort of skimmed past pretty quickly. He mm. excites me. Like, mm. we saw back in 2020, you got those three games for the Dragons, <clears throat> I believe, all off the bench. And he just looked like such a good prospect. He played with that so much youthful confidence. He came on and just any time he saw an opportunity, he would mm. take it on. Mm. Loved running the ball. He was quite small at the time. So I haven't really seen him since up until this game. And they said uh, a few tries. He scored a try of his own, kicked a couple of goals. He's a seriously talented footballer. Yeah. And um, there's that pressure we're talking about on mm. Reese Walsh. Mm. You know, again, and it's like the, it's similar-ish to the Katoni Stokes situation. They're not under pressure week in, week out right now. But... If in 14 weeks or 12 weeks the Broncos are struggling and these two boys' form is not good, the, re- the coach will start having to ask questions like, what, what do I do? Whereas like, if, if these guys don't come out and play really well, then it's almost like that Reese Walsh and, and uh, Stags can play however they like, really. Yeah, so Salem missed obviously uh, 2021 season, 2022 season due to off-field stuff, which has um, been washed away now, not guilty of. 24 years old now, so he obviously misses a couple of key years in his mm. footballing development. But at the same time, it's like, well, we know how good he looked when he was 21 years old. So uh, he's a he's real smoky for me early on in the year. And, you know, he's not going to be starting there round one. I don't think he's um, he's not on a full-time contract with them just yet. Train and trial or? Um, I think he might have been upgraded to a full-time. Maybe he did. But anyway. Uh, it, he's it, good, mate. He can play. Well, after seeing that, I mean, surely. Mm. That's, and, and when you look at their, I know Herbie mm-hmm. wants to play fullback. I personally think um, <clears throat> I haven't even named Selwyn. We haven't even talked about Selwyn in the outside backs room. I know Herbie wants to play fullback. I probably see uh, Herbie as a more of a centre. I think Selwyn's definitely a minimum a year or two away. So 
when you really look at it, like Tristan genuinely could be the next up for fullback. Like if Reese Walsh gets injured and they want to keep Selwyn and Herbie in their positions, mm. he could be Why the next not? guy. Why not? Yeah, it seems like there was those uh, headlines a few weeks ago that he's like set to get that full-time contract, but there's been no confirmation yet. Okay. So, yeah, I thought it was a good showing, a really good showing. It's What was interesting, though, is that I felt like last year's one, we saw a lot of – we actually saw a few first graders playing – and I, show, I think that's like a good sign for the Broncos where it shows you how young their squad is that net guys that are like weak, like just their first graders, um, you know, not even, not even playing in these games. Whereas like it was only 12 months ago where I think it was like at least four or five players that maybe even more than end up playing first grade out of this, this squad. Whereas I can't see, I can't see more than like maybe three or four that play a few games of first grade this year. Whereas last year, I think it ended up, some people even was like in that 17 week in, week out. Well, like you, you were watching that 17 going, so many of these guys could be really relevant. Mm. Whereas now, yeah, I wouldn't say any more than four of these guys play first grade this year. Yeah. And that's not a knock on them. It's it's more just the fact that it shows good depth for the, the Brizzy Broncos and how, how how they're going right now. Because like Brendan Pecora didn't even play. Didn't he, go, he didn't even play, did he? No, he definitely didn't play because I would have noticed him. Um, so yeah, really good signs. They did what they were supposed to do. Yes, He got, he got named. Yeah, he yeah, definitely got named, but I don't think he played. Right, okay. I don't think he played. Um, but yeah, really good signs. Really good. Like Liam Horn came on, had some good runs. Um, but outside of that, I think that they did what they were supposed to do. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, this next generation is like fucking the next huge thing. But at the same time, you're sitting there going, fuck. There's a few boys here that are impressive. Yeah, one that I didn't mind was the front rower, uh, Logan Bayless. I remember watching um, this game last year, and uh, one of the front rowers, oh, I thought. Did a good job. He ended up playing first grade, the one that came down from the Cowboys. Uh, Jensen. Jensen. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, he, he, he was solid. I, you've obviously got a stacked forward pack. So, as I said, I, I don't think you'll see more than four of these guys in first grade. But mm. there's some there's some good cattle down there. For sure, for sure. Um, now, the Dolphins. I just watched the highlights. I didn't get to watch the, the game. Um, Katoa, what, from what I saw, I, I didn't see the, the whole game. But I, he had a hand in, a, I think, at least two tries. Uh, his ability to square the lineup at such a young age is just super impressive. Got to speak to him at the Dolphins uh, launch. Really, really impressive young man. Like, a, I'm, I'm super excited for this kid's future. Yeah, so am I. Uh, I. I don't think he'll play round one, but I think as the season goes on, you'll see more and more of uh, Isaiah. He's, and, mate, it doesn't shock me in the slightest that he was a good talker. Yeah. I'm not surprised that you've come down. Uh, no, I was impressed. Really, and yeah. I just loved his, his good nature that he had. Like, he just had a very happy-to-be-there you know, appreciative of the situation. Whereas like sometimes you can get, you know, as a young kid with all this hype, everyone's talking about you as this, this absolute gun. You can, it's very easy to become entitled and, and, you know, feel like you've already earned something that you haven't in reality. Um, but he was the total opposite of that. The total opposite of that. Really, really um, impressive. Yeah, well, as I said before, he was at uh, Barker College last year and he was, he was school captain. So he wasn't just... The superstar playing footy. The school captain. The school captain. Yeah. Holy shit! So might have um, a genius on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I know that uh, you know. As, as soon as Wayne Bennett got to have a conversation with him, he was very keen to have him at the club. And I think, I think when you have a look at this game on the weekend between him, you know, um, Tafare, Jack Bostock, Mason Teague, I think that as much as I'm a little bit worried about the Dolphins and their sort of best seventeen, the next generation of kids, if they bring them on properly. They've mm. got some guys that could be real stars there. Yeah, they've got um, – uh, did you just mention Valance? 
Yeah, Fido. Fido. Very, very talented guy. Um, good character too. Oh, mate, he's going to be un- he, he's going to be Conrad Harrell on and off the field. All yeah, like again, it's going to be sensational. And you know, for people watching him the other night, that would have been maybe his fourteenth game of league. Yeah, he's, he's only just come from Union. Yeah, so he, he's got a lot more to offer. And he's just a big, big boy. Oh, man, defending out in the centres. Holy shit. And even when you have a look at, like, the Dolphins media and everything, like, they had him on the bus the other day walking around a group of all first graders. Mm. He's played 14 games a league, and he's the guy with the microphone. Like, he's going to be that sort of a guy around that club. Yeah, I I, I reckon he'll probably jag a starting spot this year in the centres. I think eventually. I don't think he'll be there round one, but I think he'll make his way in there. I think, yeah. I think he'll be in the mix for round one, and and I – I wouldn't be surprised if he, he jags the spot, um, but I think by end of year, I would be surprised if he's not in the starting 17. If they weren't playing Aitken in the centres, I'd back him for round one, but I just reckon that now they're playing Aitken out there, I, I reckon it'll be <coughs> tough for him now, but I think I, I agree with you. I'd, I'd be shocked if we don't see him at some point yeah, this year. because like, as soon as the forward gets injured, they're just going to go straight to Aitken to pull him, yeah. pull him in. And, and I, I, I spoke about his stats you know, on, on bloke last year, but his Queensland, stuff, Queensland Cup stats... Like he's averaging about six tackle breaks a game at centre. Yeah, he's, he's, a he's a freak. And as you said, this is his what fourteenth game of rugby league. Yeah. Like the centre, like when he understands, gets even better at like timing, fans in and away, all these like tiny things that games will give him. Mate, he's going to be special. Not to mention the jump up in training from Queensland Cup, yeah, Redcliffe Dolphins to under Wayne, and with all these other first graders around mm. him. Mm. Yeah, he's going to be him Him and the other centre, which I, I, mm. I know that you fancied Bostock. They look very talented. Yeah, Bostock's flick pass, fucking very Gaznier-esque. I was speaking to Guru when we got in the studio this morning and we were sort of chatting about the Dolphins game. We are talking about, oh, I was like, yeah, that the young centre looked good on the right there. And he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, Bostock. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I had to jot it down on my notes. Bostock, former former Dragon, former Steelers player, and I was thinking like Bostock, Bo Scott, former Dragons, and then I'm like, no, like it's Jack Bostock. <laughs> uh, oh, he looks sharp though. Mm. New Wales Nineteens last year, yep, uh, scored a try for him last year, the year before. Looks really promising. He, I mean, in the little that I've seen of him, he looked like on the weekend a little Zach Lomax clone, mm. right edge centre, really elusive on his feet. Mm. That little pop out the back off like Quite tall as well. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, he looked like Zach Lomax. Yeah. He was really impressive. And he, and he uh, oh, when he made that New South Wales 19s, he was one that I, I mentioned in my podcast mm. about, we'll keep an eye on this one. And within 24 hours, I got a message from him just saying how grateful he was. Oh, um, really? He seems like a really, really good kid too. Yeah. You, you look at, you watch even these trials where you really can't take too, too much out of them. You can still, particularly with young younger kids in the game, you can still see if they're quick. You still see if they move well. You still see yeah. if they hit hard in D. Yeah. And this kid can move. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you can see their athletic ability at the very least. Mm. Um, so, I agree with you, Guru, in the sense that they, if they cultivate this young talent well enough, doesn't mean, are they going to be world beaters? No, but they've, they've got talent there. They absolutely have talent at that club, especially young fellas coming through. Um, when you look at, like, a guy like um, Tafade's... His, his physicality, like, tell me that that isn't NRL standard. Like, it's NRL standard, um, and it's only just going to get better. Uh, and then Bostock, you know, he's, he's uh, I guess, finesse. You know, it's NRL standard. Now, obviously, there are other parts of their game they need to bring up, but um, then you've got Katoa, obviously, in the 
which as well as like speaking to the other Dolphins boys, the raps this kid gets from them is just massive. Yeah. And this is not even on, this is not on camera for the people. Right, this is just like talking to them as mates. Like, man, how's that Katoa kid go? They're like, mate, fucking unbelievable. And just on Bostock, I'm pretty sure he is on a development contract. So you won't, if, I don't think he's allowed to play till round 10, round 11 or whatever it might be. Uh, so you'll have to wait a little bit longer on him. But like Isaiah Katoa is in the top 30. Um, the lock forward, Mason Teague, who they got from Penrith. Mm. He could be a star over the next few years. Yeah, well. He's very talented. I, the the other night, he was a little bit quiet. Probably wasn't his best game. Mm. But he's another one that they've taken from Penrith. So they went and got Penrith, you know, 13 and 7 mm. and brought them up there. Yeah. So, so Bostock, Bostock is on a development contract, but he's top 30, 24 and 2025. So yeah, clearly yeah. they have big raps yeah, on they him. They rate him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Dragons would have been filthy to lose him. Yeah. Wow. Um, so look, good signs. I mean, it's good signs for both clubs, Dolphins and, and, and Broncos, where. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. They're expected to win for sure. And like no one's sitting here going, oh, how great, like what an incredible performance. But they did what they were supposed to do. You know, like it, the last thing you want to do is send out a, a bunch of full-time players and they're battling with a Q Cup side. Like they get the win by six points. You're going, fuck, I know, it's no good. Um, so yeah, good signs for both clubs. Anyone else stand out for you boys? Uh, I thought for the Dolphins, the winger, I think it's Setu 2. He had a very good game. He, he scored a try where... Um, Isaiah Katoa put up a huge sort of spiral yeah. bomb. Great catch. He just came through and took it. Yeah, he, he, he did a couple of good things. So, um, Also, the front rower, JJ Collins, who's he's been around first grade for a few years. He's never quite um, kicked on. I, I've heard that he's doing well up there. So. He was at the Raiders last year. Yeah, well, yeah, he's been around last a few clubs, yeah. yeah, so he's another guy that's always had um, potential. The fullback too, Trey Fuller. He, he's a very talented kid. I think he was a little bit quiet in this game, but he's very talented. So... That's, yeah, as I said before, the Dolphins, as much as their best 17 might not have the superstars, they've got a few guys that could be the next superstars mm. over the next few years. Did you get a yarn to uh, the goat up at the Dolphins night, Marky Nichols? No, I didn't. Actually, check the Instagram and you'll find out why. He, uh, the big fella food poisoning. Food poisoning? Food poisoning. I thought he was uh, snubbed as captain up there, to be honest. <laughs> Old nosey. I thought he would have been a shoe-in for captaincy. Mate, they had the whole, they did, the whole thing was being put on hold because the great goat hadn't rocked up yet. <laughs> Nearly didn't do the night. And then bloody, he, then I, so we were waiting out the front, sweating so hot. It was so hot and humid. Um, and then eventually we got a call from the media guy. Like a, he came over to us and he's like, oh, Marky Mark's got bloody food poisoning. He's not coming. I was like, no, we've missed out on an interview with the goat. Um, yeah, all right, yeah, good signs, really good signs for both uh, clubs. Uh, but it, as we always say, it is only a trial. Everything could take you know, absolutely pumped next week, and yeah. you know, we'll be sitting here talking about probably it. Probably the last guy to touch on, which is interesting, which it sort of flew under the radar. Uh, Otakolo, who came off the bench in Jersey 21, he was the hooker that played for New Zealand last year, the Warriors. Mm. They released him, there was rumours that he was going to arrive at the Penrith Panthers, but he's, he's seemingly um, at the Dolphins now, so another hooker that they could potentially add to their ranks there. Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.